Work, wealth, wisdom. This is DC Entrepreneur. We're sharing stories, ideas, and lessons from startups and businesses in the pursuit of innovation. And we're helping build a community of problem solvers and thought leaders in the Washington area. Now, here's your host, George Mocharco. This is George, host of DC Entrepreneur here on WERA 96.7 FM. My guest in the studio today is Nicole Gallup. She's also known as DJ Nicola, the CEO and founder of Palunky, which is an entertainment talent agency that helps book musicians, artists, and performers for events. Thanks so much for stopping by today. Thanks for having me. So, Nicole, you left a career as an IT professional working in cybersecurity to focus on a career as an international DJ. Can you talk to me about your path through this and how your IT career prepared you for being a tech startup founder? Yeah, so basically, I um, I mean, I worked in tech for like 10 years, and I've always had a passion for music. Um, and, you know, throughout my tech career, I realized that, um, you know, it wasn't really catering to my creative style. So um, I would start to moonlight in the evening as a DJ, and it um, was you know, mind blowing. I was like, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. Um, and it also kind of goes hand in hand, even with DJing, just because, you know, tech and DJ, like everything is tech, tech you know, through, through computers, through software. Um, so, so yeah, so basically it, um, you know, my tech, my tech background didn't really prepare me as much for my DJ career as it did for my new um, venture with Polanki. Can you explain to me why you chose to build the company as an entertainment talent agency to help bring transparency to the talent booking process? Yeah. So um, basically, um, the industry sometimes works a bit opaquely, where when you um, ask for specific types of talent and things like this, you are you're kind of in the dark as far as like how much things cost Um, through technology. um, You can give that information to all those people involved. You can share the information from not only the event planners, but also the entertainers. So everybody knows, you know, what's being discussed, what the costs are, what the agency prices are, and um, tech helps bring that transparency. So now people think of DC as this very conservative, button-down city. And, you know, the funny thing I've noticed here is that it's not really like that. There's people throwing events and parties here almost every week. Uh, whether it's fundraisers, charity events, balls, whatever it is, it just seems like there's a lot of things going on here. Can you talk to me about what it's like working with the event industry? Yeah, so DC is a melting pot of all different types of people and international, you know, um, you know, cultures and things like this. So um, I've been able to work all over the world. And um, here in DC, I've seen a little bit of everything. I've got, you've got your your creative planners, you've got your button up corporate types, you've got your uh, very, you know, heavy and the cultural types, um, you've got your eccentric people. Um, it's really a little bit of everything here in the city. Can you talk to me about how you've gone about fundraising and getting capital for Palunky? Uh, I did mostly boost, bootstrapping. I did um, some crowdfunding in the early beginnings with um, some events. And the rest of it has been invested in uh, by our pink-haired founder, DJ Nicola, and, um, and then also through Palunky's earnings as well. So now you're, you're quite recognizable at events with your your sense of style, the pink hair, and the uh, the fashion that you wear. 
Can you talk to me about how you've gone about crafting this image as DJ Nicola and how that's fit with your personal brand? Yeah, so Nicola actually came about as um, I used to be more electronic music based, and that was music I actually personally enjoy a lot more. Um, when I started this company, I needed to raise money a lot quicker, so I had to sell out and play everything. Um, therefore, the new brand came along with the pink hair and the um, you know cute dresses, and it was a great marketing technique. Um, it does sort of play onto my personal personality um because i'm just like fun and i like you know fashion and i like to be cute and whatever um but um i also just created a new personality as well in august um nicola blue which is kind of the more you know the 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 edgier version of nicola and she's got short blue hair she has a futuristic robot suit and she comes with a complete entourage of um you know acrobats and and performers each of these personalities, they do kind of represent a little bit of who I am as well. So so where do you get the ideas for these different characters, if you will? The the pink the pink hair was actually through um a Halloween party I dressed up as anime and mm-hmm. I um everybody you know, I, I just killed this awesome DJ set over at this this uh, college party and everybody's like, Whoa, did you see that DJ with the pink hair? Yeah and then all of a sudden my tw- my Twitter blew up, everything <laughs> blew up and I was like, this I'm gonna keep this. Halloween is over, but I'm keeping this wig. And then, um, and then after that, it's like most of my, cre- I think a lot, I have ideas all of the time. I, I don't know how my brain functions because it never stops. So I like just experience like this last Nicola Blue, I was out in Joshua Tree with some friends and we were looking at the stars and I was like, yo, outer space, this would be cool. Why don't I do something blue? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fascinating. And it, and it seems like you've also uh, been, been very good about crafting the imagery to support that through, it, it seems like people will know you for this DJ persona, but then also as the founder of Polanki. Can you talk to me about some of the artists that you have? Because you have a lot of very interesting creative types as part of Polanki. You've got DJs and you've got fire spinners. You've got people that have photo booths. You've got Go-Go Band, uh, Rare Essence. And then, of course, you're good friends with Tommy McFly. Can you talk to me how you're helping these creatives connect to the local events marketplace and how you're helping them earn commissions for their work? Yeah, yeah, we have all all those. We have everything that you can imagine and more. Some of the things I also like to um, mention is we have these crazy characters that are just like custom costumes, and they just stroll around and do crazy things. Um, but yeah, as far as um, helping out uh, these acts, basically a lot of these people are friends. Um, I've known them for a long time, and I don't have exclusive deals with them. They just um, we just work together, and because we all have our personal networks, and when you work together and you share um, business, that's when success happens. So uh, I sit down, I understand what their needs are, what their goals are, what their price ranges are, what they want to do, what they don't want to do. And then I just sell that through my network. And then um, what Polanki is good at is organizing it and getting it done and putting it together. So it's like a flawless show. So all the people have to do is just enjoy who attend the event and then the performers just perform. Do you end up working with fixed rates for a lot of the performers or are they at just different tiers of uh, an event planner's budget? Um, we have tried so hard to work with fixed rates and we have somewhat of fixed rates for, you know, specific acts like myself and DJ Inferno, um, as far as like just standard DJ performances. But what happens a lot with events is that, um, especially what our expertise is, is creating niche experiences. And what people want is they want like an experience, not just a, you know, a you know, standalone DJ or a band. They want us to create something around it. So sometimes we'll have to dress the bands up in a costume or we'll have to add a saxophonist to a DJ said or we'll have to just do something a little bit different so the rates they're really hard to um, standardize and how do uh, performers that 
work in these different areas? How do they find Polunky? Pretty much. I mean, you just go to Polunky.com and sign up. Um, but we are pretty, um, you know, tight on who we actually want to work with. Um, we have to know who has recommended them, and we have to have, like, seen a performance, and we have to have an understanding of their work ethic. Um, we want to make sure that all of the people uh, that we have, yes, the talent is a number one key, but even more important is professionalism and being able to adhere to policy, like no alcohol, you know, no, not arriving late. Um, those are the all like really important things in order to keep everybody's, you know, events happy and the things that we look for in our performers. Yeah. And so there's just kind of a general sense whether they fit with the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I pretty much know most of the people that we work with. Um, it's it's a lot easier to create these these experiences but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's pretty good feel to say, okay, this is what they're looking for. Okay, I know this guy, and it's just basically because of my experiences working with the people in the past. So now, what are the, some of the trends that you're seeing event planners want for the things they're doing? Like, how do you come up with these creative ways to help an event planner create something that's just you know going to blow away their guest? Well, we listen. Um, it depends. Some event planners want us to take the wheel and just come up with crazy concepts. They just give us a theme, and then we present it to them. Some event planners already have what they want, so we just kind of fill in the pieces and give them the elements that they're looking for to create to complete the puzzle. Um, but you know, I- ideally, we love to just be able to create. Like, what people do, they give us a budget, they give us a dream, and then we put something amazing together. And when people trust us to do that, that's when the best things happen. Now, one of the things I noticed is that you're not just doing events with uh, corporate event planners. It's it's also work with groups like Best Buddies. And uh, Best Buddies is a nonprofit that works with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So can you tell me, are there certain clients that you like to work with just because you like to support those causes? Yeah, like throughout my career, I've always um, been able to work with specific charities and groups that do amazing things. And um, Best Buddies is definitely the one I've been working with the most in the past few years because they've just touched me. I know a lot of the kids now personally, and it's just such an amazing experience. And um, I feel like, you know, through what I'm doing, I have a really um, amazing way to be able to give back. And it feels really good. And honestly, that's just why I do it. It's kind of a personal thing. It just feels really good. Um, And it's good to give back to um, you know, I can't just keep grinding away. You just, as a, as a human being, you just have to do things and um, that, that make you feel full of life and, and happiness. So that is, is part of it. Um, and whenever I come across an organization and I have the time, I definitely dedicate that, you know, whatever I can to it. Can you talk to me about um, your love of electronic music uh, and how that fostered your start as a DJ. Do you still ever get a chance to return to electronic for parties, or is it more where you have the clients uh, determining what type of music should be played? Yeah, as far as the paid gigs go, I usually have to do whatever the client wants. Once in a blue moon, I do have an opportunity to play like more lounge type of electronic music, and um, I just pick up some really sexy vibes that I still like but um, are still catered more towards the client. As far as the music that I personally like, I um, have some little uh, event groups with my friends that we don't really make any money from it. We just do it because it's just, you know, something that we love. So whenever we um, throw these little parties, which just basically consists of our friends, um, we'll all just, I'll go without the wig and I'll play whatever I want. And that feels great. (laughs) What kind of music do you enjoy spinning? I like to play um, house music. Um, All different, there's so many genres, but I like, you know, vocal house, funky house, electro house, tech house. Um, I even like, you know, some some underground, like the, the dirtier sounds, like of like the real edgy sounds um i like without things that have like a lot of bad messages i always try to stay away from that but just um really good beats and 
uh, can you introduce this clip that you brought to us? It's uh, about 30 seconds that we're going to listen to of a DJ set that you did. Yeah. And the producer, who it is? Yeah, so this is a mix of um, several songs. Of, there's actually quite a few of my friends on this mix. Um, the very first song is one of my favorite local producers. His name is Enamor. And um, this song is called Feel, and it's such a good song. So I started off the mix with that. Okay, we're going to listen now. This is a reminder, we're listening to Nicole Gallup. She is the founder and CEO of Polanki, as well as the persona DJ Nicola. So, Nicole, can you talk to me about your entrepreneurial journey? What uh, was the impetus for you to start your own company? Well, I had worked quite some years in the corporate America, and I just really felt it wasn't for me. I just couldn't adhere to these nine to five work schedules. I'd, um, you know, it. It just it didn't feel like that's where I was supposed to be. I've always had this kind of creative spirit, which is the entrepreneurial spirit. I feel like many of us know when that when that is within us. And so I found that, you know, right after college um, and, you know, I said, OK, this is this is what I want to do. I'm not, I, I feel like this is what I have to do. And I just followed that instinct. And luckily I had, you know, my college background. I had experience in cybersecurity. I had a good nest egg that would help set me off to go and pursue my own crazy thing. And um, I just took the leap and I said, okay, I have, I can either stay at the Pentagon and work another six months or I can go to Switzerland and DJ for the soccer team in Ibiza for two, for two months. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'm going to put in my two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really the, the allure of being able to travel internationally and do what you love. Yeah, that and also being my own boss and creating my own future. I did see, like I sat down and did a lot of pros and cons, and I saw that what my future would be as a cybersecurity analyst, which is actually, I mean, it would have been really nice. But for me, like I, I saw like a plateau, and I didn't see in that plateau happiness for me. I saw that I would I would be doing something during the day that I wasn't passionate about, and I just couldn't bear to look at my future that way. So I said, okay, well... I can try this. I could end up on my face, but at least I tried and I'd be happy doing it. Yeah, it's interesting because cybersecurity, I mean, that's an area right now where there's a huge demand for people that have that background and, and skill set. Um, so what did it feel like whenever you first decided that you wanted to, to leave a somewhat stable career path and, and do something outside of that? It felt so good. Like, it was scary. But, you know, you know, still in my early 20s, I was like, okay, whatever, I'm in invincible. And it felt so good. And I just was able to just walking around DC in the middle of the day when I was when I should have been in the office instead, I just felt like, wow, this is life. I'm living it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just great. Wow. So it, it, it almost seems like whenever you do have kind of a nine to five job, you're really expected to, you know, 
be in, in the office like during those hours. And But it doesn't give you a lot of opportunity for creative creativity sometimes during the workday. One of the other things that I, I've, I've always thought uh, is interesting about DC is that DC has an incredible amount of diversity in its tech scene, and it's becoming even known for that right now. Uh, can you talk to me about what it's like being a female entrepreneur in the tech space? Yeah, it's uh, it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's like being any kind of entrepreneur. There are differences. I noticed when I was raising money, I felt like investors were talking to me differently than they were talking to my male counterparts. But um, I feel that it's just as much of a struggle as it is for for anybody. Um, I've been a female in male-led worlds and, you know, tech and, and DJing and, and riding motorcycles, you know, I don't know, playing video games. And I just never really felt much of a difference, but I guess I'm also a bit of a tomboy. Um, but I really feel it's, it's difficult for all genders. (laughs) So can you talk to me about why you think the DC tech scene in DC is different than other cities? I think it's, it's a little bit more condensed. It's pretty small as far as like, I've gotten to spend a little bit of time in San Fran and, and, um, even LA. And I feel that it's more the norm out there. It's more of a way of life and more of accepted. And here it's just like still sort of a smaller particle is trying to find its way through this this crazy political driven city um but in that aspect i feel that's also a benefit because since we are a lot smaller we all know who we are and we have a lot more opportunities um you know presented to us versus out in you know where it's like silicon valley it's like everybody's chomping at the bit trying to get a dollar whatever they're trying to do can you talk to me about working uh in the music industry and why you chose to end up in the music industry instead of staying kind of more in the tech route. Well, I mean, it is a tech startup, but why you wanted to focus on combining the tech and the music side of things. Well, because the whole um, purpose of creating this company was honestly just to help um, performers and event planners work through this industry and find more stability and uh, more of like a trustworthy resource to be able to, you know, put put things together. Um, tech is the the backbone and that's it you know if i if i could have done this on my own i, I would have done it that way but because technology is is there and it's easy accessible it's expensive but it's um you know it, it helps it's the way of the future um that that's that's what's helping you know streamline our company well I'm, i've always been a bit of a creative and an eccentric person and um i didn't really get to express that side of my personalities and interests in the world of cybersecurity. I thought I'd be able to, but I wasn't able to. Um, so when I started getting uh, a lot more opportunities as as a DJ, naturally I decided to pursue that route because I felt like it fit more of my personality and my um, personal motives. One, I've always been able to build uh, anything that I've done with 100% like you know, ethical, moral reasons, um, always trying to do the right thing and always putting on a good performance. And that has given me an amazing reputation, um, you know, within within the area and even some other parts of the world. So um, just being able to leverage that brand into this this new business has really helped. And also my same uh Basically, my same mission statement, which I've always had in every career that I've pursued, is just to be, you know, the best that I could be and and the most honest that I could be has also helped me um, bring that into the new part of what I'm doing um, with Polanki. And it's uh, actually something that this industry doesn't see very often, a lot of ethics and morals. (laughs) Wow. So and and why do you think that is? It's just because it's a very... um, 
you know, it's, it's an industry where everybody wants to be a part of, you know, everybody wants to be a creative, everybody wants to do what they love full time. And people take advantage of that. And um, they see that they've got passion um, to work with instead of dollars. So sometimes people, you know, tend to go that way. Um, I being a being a creative and now also being a business person, I um, see both ends of that. So I can um, think in the mind of the business person and the creative and it really helps to um, create a more comfortable workplace for everyone. Yeah, it's amazing how many people will look at creatives and say, okay, well, there's a creative person we could work with, but maybe we can get them to intern or do this for free. (laughs) I don't know why that is, but you wouldn't ask a lawyer to work for free in most cases. So I'm not sure why that happens with creatives. Um, So that said, um, how do you find and go about finding the creatives that you work with for Polonky? Being that I've uh, already been doing, you know, events with my DJ career for over 10 years now, I've been able to work with amazing people throughout my career. Mm -hmm. And so most of the time I um, just reach out to people that I've seen that have worked um, and done some amazing things that are passionate. Um, Once in a while, I might need to go outside of my little circle because there's some crazy things people need for events. So I also have a really great strong network of ambassadors that I entrust in these people that have also had the opportunity to work with different types of people. I can recommend me people that I can trust. And what do you think is the future of Blanky? What does it look like for the company? Uh, I feel like um, we're we're making a pretty big mark already. We're getting a really rep- great reputation here in Washington. Um, I'd like to just establish, I'm not trying to, I used to be like, we're going to take over the world. But I feel, you know, if I just make my mark in some of the bigger cities, um, and we've already started to do so, um, I'd be happy just, you know, having, you know, focusing on, on the larger entities and um, kind of becoming a, you know, a smaller, smaller resource um, instead of like worldwide takeover. And aside from music, what other projects are keeping you busy these days? Um, I've been rock climbing a lot. Um, a lot of my friends are, are now the people I work with. So they've been getting me into hobbies. I've, I've taken up this dragon stick thing where I like twirl it around and go to the drum circle and, and just, you know, play. I don't think I'm ever going to perform with it, but it's just really fun. Um, you know, running, skiing, um, a lot of my friends like are making me stay active and doing all these fun sports. Um, and I think it's important because otherwise I'm just standing behind a DJ booth or sitting behind a desk and booking talent all day. <laughs> <laughs> Get that work-life balance as part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? I don't know. I think, you know, I, I feel that um, I'm doing some really great things, but I'm only as good as the people around me. And I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have this amazing support group around me. And I've just been so blessed with some of the best friends that a girl can ask for. Um, and that's the only reason why I'm successful is because of those people that have believed in me and supported me from day one. Okay, we've been hearing from Nicole Gallup. She is the founder of Polanki and the CEO of Everything That's Glitter and Sparkles. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks. The sounds of DJ Nicole will be taking us outside the broadcast. Thanks for listening.
Subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and connect with us on our blog, dc-entrepreneur.com. If you have any tips or ideas for stories, please tweet at us or message us on Facebook. Please tune in to our next episode. And thanks for listening.